0: hello yo what's up hi how's
1: it going <laughs> dude i was like bumping music before i played before i called you and i was like i was like damn i wish i had the music still playing <laughs> just like
2: yeah i just... got my boyfriend <laughs> listening to uh like video sticks to me i'm like oh shit okay i gotta go
1: outside now <laughs> yeah i was like oh i'm gonna have her come into the party <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah get it dude like gotta show me love <laughs> <laughs> Dude.
2: Oh hey.
1: Oh hey. What's up? Nice to meet you. Hi.
2: <laughs> nice to meet you as well.
1: Cool. Um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna press a button and it'll like do this like little intro music and then we'll just kick in okay. like 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 normal like whatever and we'll have a we'll have a talk about mopeds and stuff. Okay. Super chill. No big deal. All right, let's get it. So, um, okay. So, what are your favorite moped sounds? Uh, Crack a cold <laughs> one. Oh <laughs> right a I don't know. Touch of flower. Is it moving? Like, no, nah, feel pretty locked up. Sounds
0: like a fuck, dude. Oh,
2: boy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> <That's idling. laughs>
1: yo what's up everybody how's it going welcome back to moped monday podcast um dude i feel like i'm 100% knocking the the dust off like as so we skip we skip two weeks feels weird i know i know odd like i don't know this like laziness that i've just fallen into lately dude actually i wouldn't i wouldn't call it laziness i'd call it like extremely like busy and like not having time to do all the things that i want to do <laughs> but um yeah it's going it's going good welcome back to my money podcast a talk, podcast where we kind of we kind of talk about mopeds and the kind of the states and how it's how it's going you know we try to talk to some old clubs some new clubs like some random people and kind of see you know how we're all how we're all a little bit alike because we like these weird little bikes um i got a guest on already if you, you probably already know that because uh, we're, we're, we've we been recording, so you heard like the call and all, all <laughs> the things. So it's not a mystery. You guys know what's going on. <laughs> no, no surprise here. But what's up, dude? Uh, Kristen, why don't you tell everyone who you are and where you're from?
2: Hi, everybody. Uh, and hello. Uh, hi, I'm Kristen. I'm co captain of Puddle Cutters uh, here in Portland, Oregon. And yeah, yeah, we've been kind of, kind of lazy slacking as well over here. It's been a uh, a fucking hell of a winter. Yeah, fall. is that wait? Is it spring? What what season are we in? We're, I don't know.
1: <laughs> we're, we're, we're we're springing right now. We're springing forward. <laughs> it's, it's it's going I, good. Dude. The weather's the weather's I, I, been sick here lately.
2: Oh dude, I've been like seeing like friends on the East Coast like posting like eighty degree rides and all that, but we literally just had like an epic snowstorm maybe a month ago, and it's just been raining all the time. No, dude,
1: dude, like when it it snows there, does it like last a long time, or does it like snow and then kind of like vanish in a couple days?
2: You know, it 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 kind of depends. This year we had like an epic snowfall it was like 16 inches in 24 hours and yeah. the city of portland just like completely shuts down when we have eddy increment of snow so <laughs> it, it definitely stuck around uh and it was it's, it's just been like kind of an off spring like it's, everything's kind of starting a little later than it should but um but- it's all it's given us all a really good opportunity to like kind of hang out in our garages and start working on things
1: <laughs> yeah like so like lurking the gram like i saw you like like picked up like some like you know dusty little magnum x for the low and i'm like oh hell yeah that's a, a score
2: <laughs> yeah yeah that's uh actually what i've been spending my day doing today is just kind of stripping everything down <laughs> and, and seeing what i'm working with but yeah magnum x uh it's just kind of popped up the other day and I, I my homie posted it on our Discord and uh, I'll say it's Drew, he's the one that found it he was very specific, he's the one that found it, but uh, <laughs> uh, I saw him, him post it up in the Discord really early in the morning and I'm like, you gotta pull that down right now I know, dude, <laughs> I like, hate that <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you gotta pull it down I'm going, it's mine and he's like, what are you, for real? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go get it that's I spent sick. my entire work day like fucking off figuring out i'm gonna drive like <laughs> two hours south to go get it uh but yeah it's mine now and like, uh yeah we've just been dripping <laughs> it down and <laughs>
1: You're like, <"Get> work <laughs> i'm sick <laughs> can't come in <into> today
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, i was like oh god i have a doctor's appointment today i totally, totally forgot about, like, i gotta
0: go <laughs> be back tomorrow uh, Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, the next day I'm like, oh, I think I'm kind of sick because I think I spent a little bit too much time celebrating the fact that I got the Maximex before anybody else. (laughs) Just
1: huffing the old gas in the tank, you know.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thank God that tank was very clean. Like the the dude like drained all the fluids out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, super score on the Magnamax. I'm uh, really excited to be getting into that bike and rebuilding it. <laughs> yeah, <they're
0: fun laughs> I told ones. myself
2: I wasn't gonna. I told myself I wasn't gonna do pooks anymore because I've done <laughs> pooks to death. But you know, gotta make not,
1: an exception. Yeah, and this one's it's got the kickstart motor on it. It's like, dude, it's like it's a it's a gym. Like, what are you gonna do?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's uh it's complete and I'm like, okay, this thing puts out more horsepower than a regular E fifty? What? Okay, well, let's and go. It's, and it's little, you know, it's little. It's little. It's like I'm um, I, I mean, it's it's very specific about the weight limit and I don't really appreciate that, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh sticker's gotta go. The what? Look, the sticker's gotta go. Oh yeah, I already hit it with the heat gun today. We're,
1: we're good. <laughs> like, I can't have the sticker like bumping me out every time I ride it. <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean that's
1: that's that's to lie, that's all of us, bro. We're like <laughs> I'm a large man, I shouldn't be riding half of these
2: bikes. <laughs> I know, and now I'm going down this like wormhole of like other other people that have Magnum X's. I'm like, what are we doing to make sure we don't buckle on this bike with our fat asses, dude? (laughs) Like a
1: Magnum X is literally, literally. I've seen them done so many different ways, and and they're always awesome. Some people keep them small. Some people like go like bigger forks, bigger wheels, bigger bigger swing arm, and like they jack them up and like, oh, now it's big. And it's like, does that defeat the purpose? Because it was small, and now it's now it's normal size. Like,
2: yeah, I mean, surprisingly, I like sitting on the bike. Like the the it it you sit well on it, so I'm not like super worried about it. I want, I'm like going down this whole fucking wormhole of uh watching what people do with it, but it seems like there's some options. And, yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, it's it's anything's better than a TX50, like. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like the Tomas
1: is like okay, none of us should ever rewriting one of these.
2: <laughs> oh god, yeah, uh, yeah. There's a pretty cool like little event in town. Uh, this motorcycle club puts on uh, the uh, fly, or it's the felony flat track. So they have a, a clubhouse in the city limits where they build a dirt track around their house every summer and race. Nice. So. My whole plan is to have this thing ready by September to to race it around and you know.
1: Hell yeah, that's plenty of time, dude. Perfect.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: <sighs> dude, so let let's get into it, bro. Like, how'd you get into mopeds?
2: How did I get into mopeds? Well, uh, I started out like uh, hanging out with like a local food, scooter club, twist and play. And really, really enjoying two stroke bikes in general. Um, and that kind of just like turned into wanting more, <laughs> more riding.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, which kind of, um, I found out about the puddle cutters and I kept showing up the weekly rides on my, like my Stella scooter and talking to the, the dudes in the puddle cutters and, uh, eventually just wanted to buy a moped. I, <laughs> It kind of turned out that like I had more moped money than I had scooter money, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> I definitely know what you mean. So, I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, cool. Yeah, I can buy a moped. I can work on these things. Great. I mean, I I lived in a tiny apartment with like no workspace, so mopeds were pretty ideal for that. Um. But yeah, I just just started riding with the pedal cutters a bunch, and um, my friend Todd like led some really killer rides and. Um it was always really exciting, so just kind of started scooping on mopeds. <laughs> the mopeds the nice. rest is history
1: what got what got you into scooters like what you got you what got you riding those in the first place
2: um I, it was originally like a partner of mine i I always wanted a motorcycle, but like i I knew literally nothing about it and then just hanging out with twist and play um I was introduced to matt he's like a super homie and uh just kind of like. Talked me through all like answered all the questions I needed to know and kind of like led me in the right direction of what would be good for, you know, that suited for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And, uh, the rest, yeah. Like I, I just never looked back. Like I'm full. Like I don't really like, I ride scooters and mopeds. I just yeah. love anything that's two stroke doesn't require battery is a plus <laughs> yeah,
1: to two wheels, knees in the breeze, you know?
2: Right. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, it's, really fucking fun here <laughs> and portland as i'm sure you've heard is just like this like really great city where like en- like all the scenes are integrated like yeah. motorcycles mopeds, scooters like we all ride together we all know each other and we all support each other and it's, yeah, it's
1: really like, fun su- super similar here like we like i don't know if you ever listened to some of the episodes but we like we're super tied in with the scooter club here like we have multiple scooter clubs in richmond and right. which is which is odd because Richmond's like so small, but like no matter what scene you're into, like whether it be pedal bikes or like music or, or, or you know, mopeds or scooters, like there's always like multiple like groups like in inside of it in like the small city. So like, we have like multiple scooter clubs and like, the moped scene like always goes to all the scooter rallies and the scooter club comes to all the moped rallies and we all go to each other's rides and we're all like intertwined like in this odd way and like some some of them convert over we're like yes we we got one like every time we steal one from 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 scooters and bring them into the dark side we're like yes now you ride mopeds you can never go back <laughs>
2: <laughs> you can't but you can if you want but you can't um, yeah, can if you want but we feel like we yeah. won <laughs> yeah it's it's totally the same way here like i i think when i first started riding with everybody there was maybe one uh, one person that was in the puddle cutters that was also part of twist and play scooter club, like dual patched, yeah. And like, I think since then we now have like two or three members that are <laughs> part of both clubs. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, we're constantly like every, everybody that owns a scooter that rides also owns a biped, and, you know, vice versa. And mm-hmm. it's, it's really fun. And like, the moped seems so so much fun just because like everybody wrenches together like we you know collaborate on things like it's it's just really really cool. Definitely, oh it's always fun
1: dude. These little bikes are interesting. Like oh yeah. When you when you got your first one did you dive right into like learning on how to like work on them and like doing all of that or was it just like purely just to ride it?
2: Oh yeah, it was like it was immediate like. <laughs> My my first bike was a, a poop Maxi, and I think one of the cylinder studs was already stripped on it. And I, I mean, I had basically zero mechanical knowledge like five years ago, uh, so it was like I went to Harbor Freight, bought a tap and die set, <laughs> which was my first mistake. <laughs> uh, it was it was kind of a hot mess. Uh, we wound up like I think we like red Loctite to put the the cylinder stud into the, the engine because we're like, well, you know, this is a pretty shitty tap job. So
1: like someone just weld this well, stud make, in here for me. Like let's never take it out.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're like, hopefully this works. Um and then uh, like my cylinder stud was like a little bit too long. Like I wasn't super familiar with treatland at the time. So I was just like, let's like machine the cylinder stud to be the right size. And uh, I kind of learned the hard way that like That shit gets really soft if you machine it, so it immediately stripped, and I got like a big like you know like eyebrow raise out of Jesse Stevenson when he was helping me get that that fucking cylinder stud out of the engine case. He's like, never do this again. Being a
1: snob, Jesse. God, we we know it. You're a guru, God.
2: I know he's so and he's so good and perfect. It's just like. I'm sorry, we're not all like on your level. <laughs> like, just
1: just let me keep just let me keep tapping it up, like you know, until I get to a, like an M10, you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, so these these cases are a little weird. I got like three M6s and an M10. Like you know, it's, go, it's cool, go big, go big or go it's, home. <laughs> it's solid. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, That's awesome. But yeah, um, yeah, I just like it's just been moped after moped since the first maxi and uh right now like my main ride is uh i, I picked up a general five-star minarelli v1 mm-hmm. um and yeah love that place super super great yeah
1: dude it's funny how how like like after doing this so many times it's like every all of us have such a similar like path it's just like yeah i got one and then they just kept growing
2: <laughs> yeah and now it's a problem <laughs> It's a, it's, it's definitely like a, I have to have like some uh, project management, like kind of look around my garage, see what's running, see what's not running. And like, it's kind of like onloading, offloading all the time now.
1: (laughs) I find it hard to like, to like draw the line sometimes when, when, like, when I look at the bikes I have and then I see a bike that I want and I'm just like, well, the money that that bike costs, I can spend to fix two of these other bikes. You know, you're like, oh, do I fix two or do I buy another one?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's definitely the thing with mopeds is like they're so cheap to pick up. Generally, you're like, OK, I'm going to break this fucking moped and then you uh, buy another one <laughs> that runs and I'm going to ride it for a while. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> and I'm a problem. <laughs>
1: like, so I, I heard you've had like two different platforms so far. Like, have you have you been primarily sticking to like one main bike for a while or was it, you know, a little bit of everything?
2: Um, as far as like, uh, mopeds go, I've done quite a few pooks now. Uh, I'm just like kind of tipping, like dipping my toe into the, the mineral V1, uh, <laughs> area now, because I'm, I feel like I've, I've done, pukes, you know, all day long mm. for many years now. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's just t- kind of time to change, change it up a little bit. A little
1: change the scenery.
2: A little change of scenery, yeah, because I'm, it, it kind of sucks here on the West Coast just because we are, I feel like we're very limited to like Pook and Tomos, um, whereas I've noticed on like the, the East Coast, like you guys have a, a good variety of bikes going on and for sale there on the rig. Yeah.
0: Um,
2: and it's, I'm a little bit jealous. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like maybe maybe i just need to take a nice vacation to the east coast get a you know u-haul van <laughs> and just buy up everything it's like, I, just, I
1: just came back with nothing but badavises and sacks that, that, that no one wants to ride
2: <laughs> right yeah i'm like i don't want a sacks i don't i don't particularly want a tomos like uh, so
1: i still feel like tomos and puk are like the are like the heaviest bikes like like countrywide like that's what you're going to see the most of. It's like a Pook Maxi or like a Tomas. Like those are like
0: for sure.
2: everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I've got like three Pook Maxis and pieces in my garage. right now. <laughs> so, so done. Uh, I think, uh, like last year I picked up a, a Pook Maxi with a, a Gila kit on it that never ran for like $500. And uh, I was like, okay, score. that's a good
1: score. That's a good score. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's a good score. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wound up, I'm just like, what are we going to do with on a maxi frame? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it holds no gas. <laughs> uh, That's but, like the one yeah, poop I'm up- still
1: holding. I have like one maxi like project like un- like in my garage, like in the corner. And I'm just like slowly yeah. piling parts for it. I'm just like, oh, like I, I put it off for six months and then I buy like two more parts. And I'm like, and I, and I neglect it for another six months. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I feel like the Maxis are great, great bikes for like the new person in the scene that's like, I want to get into vintage mopeds and I'm like, "Well, I've got something for you."
0: <laughs> they look at the, I'm like, "Yes,
1: that does look vintage."
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, "Let's build a Maxi together." And they're like, "Bet. <laughs> I'm like, All right, let's go." <laughs> so, just kinda, it's kind of it's I I, I have, I have a friend that, um, she just hit me up on discord one day and she's like, yeah, you know, I have this like QT 50. I want something a little faster. And I'm like, cool. I've got a Pook maxi that's like ready for a rebuild. Let's go. And she, I'm like, I'll sell it to you for cheap, but like under the condition that we're going to rebuild this whole thing and you're going to write (laughs) it. So those were the conditions. She met it. It was cool. (laughs) fun project
1: it's like like i like you like totally tricked her in you're like listen like (laughs) you're not you're not allowed to dip your toe you have to jump in the deep end
2: (laughs) i mean i feel like if you're buying any moped like there's no like there's no dipping your toe in because it's immediately going to be a project you're immediately going to be working on it and you, you have to go into it with the mindset that mindset like I will always be fixing things yeah. on this.
1: And like dipping your toe is like, is worse. Cause dipping, it, dipping your toe makes it harder. Like if you yeah, just like, I, I I'm don't just going to buy it to be... and, and inspect yeah. the work all the time. And then you're just, and then you're bummed cause you, cause you, cause I wasn't what you were, it wasn't, it's not what you were expecting.
2: Yeah. I don't think anybody should be under the illu- illusion that mopeds are easy <laughs> because uh, they're not. And they're a lot of work and uh, the parts are,
1: shit <laughs> <So. laughs> dude that's sick so you started, started stacking up some me. bikes man like you I have I feel like you were lucky because you came in like already associated with like so many people that ride two wheels and like are wrenching and riding and the groups and you already like were tied in and knew everyone like when you got a moped which is awesome
2: yeah yeah it was really really cool um, and now I'm, like, super deep in it, <laughs> uh, doing, like, captain business for the Puddle Cutters. Um, before that, I was doing uh, – I was president of P&P, <laughs> uh, Twister Play Scooter Club. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, how was it – I went from, like
1: <laughs> – Like, how was it becoming like, – let's go back to that. Like, how was it becoming, like – because you said, like, you, you met the scooter people and, like, you were already in with them. Like, how was it becoming th- – was it one of those things where like cool everyone who's got a scooter's in, or was it like you know you had to become a member and a prospect, or they you know they finally accepted you and then like you kind of like rose up? Like how'd that go? How was your journey through there?
2: Uh, I mean, it's it's very similar um, in the scooter scene as it is with the the moped scene. Like you've got to have a sponsor, and then you've got to like plan your prospect ride, and um, you kind of have to like you know be able to wrench to an extent and, um, you know, plan events, so it, it was very similar, and then as far as, like, you know, becoming, like, president or co-captain, it's just, like, who's the sucker that wants to do it right now?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, who's got the time to take on the headache of the herd to cats? <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> but, you know, I, I turn, it turns out I'm, like, good at herding cats, so <laughs> I'm happy to do it. <laughs> nice.
1: And like when you got uh, in yeah. when you got into mopeds like how long before you were like becoming a member of the puddle cutters uh
2: so i i got i bought my first moped like
0: five
2: years ago um I prospected for puddle cutters like uh, three years ago uh bob was my bob was my sponsor there, and uh I was cut in like two years ago with the puddle cutters so um and then voted in as co-captain last last year
1: i feel like the every time i talk to puddle cutters like i've talked to a couple of you guys before and i always like mm-hmm. gloss over this thing uh because like i already knew but it's like for those who don't know why don't you want to tell everyone about about cutting in <laughs>
2: <laughs> well i mean so, once you fulfill all of your prospect duties, like, you know, your your sponsor kind of gets you with a knife that they, you know, choose for you. And you just kind of cut yourself in <laughs> wherever. Uh, and then uh, Bob, who started the Puddle Cutters, gives you a dollar. And you um, you give him blood money. <laughs> and he keeps it. So, Bob has a, a dollar from every single puddle, puddle Cutter that has ever been in the club.
1: Um I bet it's like 100 bucks by now, dude. Like, there's a lot of fun
2: cars. <laughs> <So. laughs> yeah. I'm like, let's, uh, let's, I mean, those are stripper coupons. Let's go to the bar. <laughs> They're like, no, thank you. Please stay away. Um, but yeah, after, after your cut heels, you get, you get your tattoo. You can, um, so you kind of get stitched in with your stitch tattoo. Um, obviously, it's not mandatory if people aren't into that kind of, uh, Self mutilation <laughs> slash body but,
1: modification, like
2: yeah, yeah. I, I think a lot of people go for it. There's some like old school cutters out there, like the gnarliest scars and <laughs> and stitches tattooed on I think it's kind of cool. Yeah.
1: I love the <laughs> two part process very, too.
2: Yeah, yeah you've got to get it tattooed too. Um, yeah, I went with a very like small. I'm like I'm I'm scared, <laughs> like. I think I got cut in during COVID too. I'm like, if I go to the hospital on am <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I know, like um, a couple of years back, we had the um, the Black Black Rally in Denver, and at my club, um, we had we did the scavenger hunt, and one of the one of the checkpoints was like a bar where you had to like. Cut, cut yourself in like it was like the puddle cutter cut in. So that was like one of our stops at for the for the uh, scavenger hunt. You had to hit this bar, go to the top floor, take a shot, cut yourself with a knife, and then like get the fuck out of there. <laughs>
2: That's <a> great. <laughs> I'm actually putting together a scavenger hunt for our rally
1: right now.
0: So Sick. You're getting
1: me ideas. <laughs> I've been to a few scavenger hunt rallies, dude. Like we can definitely talk ideas. Uh, I remember. Um, Smog Squad did one one time, and they made us do like bobbing for apples. But instead of there being apples in the bucket, it was it was a bunch of dildos.
2: <laughs> I think uh, I think dick is sponsoring us. <laughs> we might be able to make that happen.
1: <laughs> like, nothing, nothing says mopeds like fucking dip <laughs> your head in a bucket full of dicks. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, yeah,
1: yeah, that's that's <laughs> right up our alley. <laughs> oh, dude, hell yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Dude, so right. you got you get you get cut in, dude, and like in like I don't know. I've, I always feel like the, the the club routes so like different in some places. Like some places it's really chill. Some places like that they're like really serious. They have a bunch of rules. And like some scenes, are just like ah, oh, we don't do clubs. Like everyone's just their own person. I'm like, uh, yeah, but it's fun having a club name, you know?
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. It's fun being a group. Yeah, and I feel <laughs>
1: conforming. <laughs> One of us. You yeah,
2: know? I, I feel like it is it is very cool being part of like a very official moped club in in uh, on the West Coast. Um, and it's not super super hardcore by any means. I mean, you have to prospect for I think it's three months. You have to plan a ride, and you have to attend an out-of-state rally. Yeah, and that's kind of it. It's not. It's not super hardcore by any means. I mean, other than like the the cult aspect of cutting yourself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do. I've always loved like the. I do love the fact like when there's clubs who have like set rules. Like some are just like it's so loose. Like especially even ours like Black black It's like it's so loose that there's there aren't like steps you know like oh cool like you hit you check off these couple boxes and like and then we make a decision if you're in or not it's like oh like you just like hey you're you're prospecting now we'll figure it out later (laughs) so the ones that do have like a couple (laughs) like check boxes i think i think that's really like solid like all right cool like we want you to do like a rebuild you know just like educational kind of shit like cool we, we need you to like i know i've seen my friend's club be like yo like we gotta have you change tires and like just, like, put them through, like, a tire-changing day <laughs> where they just, like, change a bunch of tires. like with, like shitty, great
2: idea. With, like, you know, with <laughs> shitty
1: tires. Like, cool. Well, we start you off with these, like, really shitty old tires that are easy to do. And then we, like, give you something tough like a pair of gazelles or something.
2: Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I've seen, like, uh,
1: I think we used to do, like, a bike in a box, which was, like, we once you, you know, you had your bike and it was running and, like, you've learned how to work on it, we'd, like, you know – all hang out in the garage one night and we'd party and we'd disassemble your moped and you'd have to put it back together.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly, like for me, when I prospect people, like my prospects get brownie points if they're like doing all of that, because it's like, yeah, I mean, for, for the club to like do well, we need to have people that do want to come and work on their bikes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) tires and stuff like that so it's just like it's big big brownie points yeah. if people are like they have that mindset of like yes i'm gonna work on these like i'm not just gonna
1: take and it's cool to have uh, like people that like you're friends with that also like enjoy working on the bikes and know how to fix them because it's like when i was getting into mopeds i had a bunch of friends who were doing it like the satans were like running around town like really big but by the time I like was like, "Okay, I'm gonna get a bike." My close friends that were riding were done. They had moved away or they were out of the mopeds. And then so I was like left alone just like reading the internet and like mopeding by myself. And it wasn't Riff. until like I found like the local community that like I got like better at mopeds. Like it made everything so much easier to be around some people who kind of had an idea what was going on, you know. Like I could only learn oh, yeah. so much by like reading the internet and watching videos, but like someone oh. who could like physically put their hands on be like, Oh dude, you're, you're so close, but you're doing this one little thing wrong. Like, like was uh, the, the, light opening up
0: for sure.
2: Yeah. Like, uh, I'm horrible at internet. <laughs> like, uh, I, <laughs> like, I, I would not be at the level I am now without like the community and like People just like coming together and liking to drink free beer in your garage <laughs> while you guys figure
1: shit out. <laughs> like sometimes, it, like it's kind of it's like counterproductive because like you're like too much hanging out and not enough like wrenching. You get distracted easily. Right. But like yeah. that like camaraderie, like I've like some of our best nights I've had like in Richmond were like just us. Like when we used to have our big like group shop, where it's just like cool. There's ten yeah. people hanging out. Someone's grilling. The music's playing. Your buddies are like. Doing weird stuff in the corner, you don't know what's happening, and like you're fixing bikes together. It's like always a blast.
2: Yeah, it's definitely a big part of the uh, the appeal for me. It's just the the, the com- camaraderie that the whole community has yeah. towards fixing these stupid little, little bikes. Yeah.
1: And then, like, you, you know, your prospect or whoever's like new to the club, they start learning these little skills. You teach them a little bit of knowledge, and then like they can help the next person because it's also. When I look at mopeds, like in the bigger picture, I, I see it as like a, especially now, like like it, I feel like it's it's it comes in waves, you know, like the like the people who get into them kind of come in waves, and like we can go a while and you won't have any new riders, you won't have any new people, but like without new people who are actually into like learning about the bikes and knowing them more than just like the ride to get to class or the ride to get to the to work, like your scene will <laughs> die. So it's like you have to have exactly. like you have to have new people that are like really into it.
2: Yeah, yeah. And exactly. a club is a
1: fun way to like trick people to be really into it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're like, "Ha, we do you." <laughs> now, change our tires. <laughs>
1: we change our tires. And afterwards we're we'll, we'll go to the movies. <laughs>
2: Popcorns You're on buying. me. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, yeah. So we're we're like we're knee deep in uh planning our rally here <laughs> mm, here we go yeah Coming yeah we're here. all we're all trying to pick up the pieces from a uh, blood drive last year up in seattle with the mosquito sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: what was i think what but, your last, was you guys last rally the the um oh, like 2020 or 2019
2: i think it was 2019 maybe yeah it was the 2019 national rally so
1: yeah. i have the, the yeah, thing on my wall the uh the little state thing with the map that uh the Terran drew.
2: Oh yeah, Taryn did those so <laughs> yeah.
0: well.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was twenty nineteen, so it's just like it's been like, four years since we've had a rally now. Three years since we've had a rally. So <clears throat> choose, your own, choose uh, your own
1: adventure, dude. If you guys missed it, like there. I did, we can all be bummed together. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, uh, Mosquito Fleet really, really brought their rally last year. It was. So fun! Oh, um, yeah, I
1: heard it was great.
2: Yeah, that was my second like out of town rally that I've gone to, and uh, well, moped rally. But uh yeah, they they led this like incredible ride on Saturday. It was like over a hundred miles. My mm. moped has seized real oh. bad. <laughs> You're like, I was like, did
0: you survive? <laughs>
2: Yeah, it, <laughs> I did not survive. I I had a ZA50 with a treat seventy cc reblock kit on it, but stock crank.
0: Mm, <laughs> so I was, I was danger playing sleep. with A little bit of
2: fire. <laughs> oh yeah, it was really fun. We were like halfway through the ride, all of a sudden we're like going downhill. We're in the pack. People are like flying off the side of the road because like these twisties are so tiny. And I'm just like ah oh, okay i pull over like my my spark plug uh i think my piston hit my spark plug i lost my gap um everything looked fine so i put a new spark plug in it <laughs> started it up made it about two miles before like my whole piston detonated <laughs> oh man <laughs> um, you, get a, you so- the
1: hole through it <laughs>
2: Uh, no, it's just like uh, the the piston rings like just smeared all over, no. um, and then like the the size of the piston like cracked. I'm, I'm <laughs> like not full hole, just like this weird. Like I think my my uh, my crankshaft was just kind of throwing into the head a little yeah. bit too hard, and it got
1: carnage.
2: Yeah, we were doing some hills, and I like my my temp gauge was hitting like 450. I'm like I'm fucked. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nothing's worse than like so, riding mopeds, like just like looking at your tip gauge, just knowing that this is the worst possible thing to ever happen and you and you're still sending it. You're just like, fuck it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I <it> was ripping.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, like nothing's worse than that. Where you're just like, dude, I know this isn't good. Like I need to pull over right now, <laughs> but you're like, I can't. <laughs> nope, nope.
2: I was like too too far on the front of the pack. <laughs> like oh, nope, we're gonna keep going. <laughs> I think this is okay. And then, no, it wasn't okay.
1: <laughs> like that 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 moment when you feel like you're flying too close to the sun. You're like you pass all these people. You're like, yes, I'm killing it. And then like you instantly okay. like break down, and you're like, no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, my my partner and I have both like we both have like the Cena headsets and our helmets, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm breaking down. It's gonna happen. <laughs> like, be ready, be ready to pull over because uh, I'm not making it.
1: Deploy <laughs> like, the, the, the shoot. <laughs>
2: Yeah, luckily, like we had like we had a six pack in our backpack and uh, some friends on standby. Yeah,
1: (laughs) dude, uh, like having like like, pocket snacks, you know. Got to be prepared for breakdowns (laughs) on long rides, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it was it was what August in Seattle. We found like some wild blackberries. (laughs) (laughs) Counteract the rainiers. (laughs) <laughs> what was your
1: um you said that was your second out of town rally for like via mopeds like what was your first rally?
2: uh-huh uh the first one i went to was uh the two smokes they're oh, not yeah. like an official yeah but we i wish they would have applied again rally.
1: this year dude
2: i know i'm so bummed like, like they're so cool like they're always working on their bikes and like i'm just like that's cool if they want to do their thing yeah. but like i think they've got what it takes
1: I think they had a cool rally name too. Wasn't it like um, uh, it's nice to see? I can't remember. So I saw it, it the like, other day. It was like a clever like, little uh, rally name too.
2: It's like wish you. No, I can't remember what it
1: was. Uh, I have the T-shirt. Yeah, like, wish you could have been there. Or like I don't know. Nice to meet. I don't know. I can't remember now. Off the top of my head. Yeah, but yeah, that was. A were, good, that was it a was good a name.
2: super cool. It was a super cool rally. Like Jack and Jesse were like super great hosts. And like they led really fun rides like through Idaho, mm-hmm. which is either like really flat <laughs> or really hilly. <laughs> and it's like there's no uh, it, and there's like no other scene in
1: Idaho, so it's like, dude, they deserve to hold the set down for Idaho. Like, like
2: real, they yeah. should get it
1: by default because they're the only ones.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah, they're and they're so far from everybody, so I think I think they need a, like a little bit of like encouragement black for them. Because, like, yeah, it's going to be hard for them to get to other people's rallies right now like, because they're, like, an eight-hour drive to yeah. anywhere.
1: Like, Two Smokes, do you guys need but, to apply again? I'll, you know, I'll hype you up. I'll give you a smack on the ass, like, <laughs>
2: you know? All day long. Get it, Two Smokes.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, they they came to Portland last year and, like, hung out. I think I they they crashed on my couch for a few nights, and I kind of sent them home with, like, all of the pook stuff i swore mm-hmm. i
1: would never work on again <laughs> <laughs> so instantly buy another I'm like, poop like a week later yeah, i did yeah. <laughs> that's like the that's like that's definitely 100% how like hoarding moped parts goes it's like as soon as you get rid of shit you're like i'm done with this like you instantly like need it like a month later and you're like fuck i had five of those like a month ago
2: yeah you're like great now i have more room for more pooks yeah <laughs>
1: So you guys are planning a big rally this year. Coming back, um, do you guys trade off with another with another club, or do you, are you were you guys? Because uh, I, I can't remember if you guys were like an every year kind of thing, or are you guys working every other year.
2: Uh, we trade off with uh, mostly every year. Okay, so,
1: so it was Seattle. Portland, last year, beautifully did
2: it. Yeah, which I I, I think is like. I could use more West Coast rallies.
1: <laughs> yeah, yes, <you> guys <laughs> so. don't have enough, like enough clubs to trade off, and you guys are like just far right. enough away.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think it, it would work, but I'm not gonna question it right now <laughs> because I mean, planning a rally is a pain in the ass anyway. True.
1: And if you do like the banger that they did, where like, everything's inclusive and free, and like you gotta like scrounge up some dues for a little bit to, before you can like throw a banger
2: like that. Yeah. And, yeah, that's kind of, like, what we're working at. Like, Fleet really, like, opened my eyes to, like, the cool shit, like, a moped club can do. Like, they had everything free. It was paid for. Like, it was great. Um, so we're we're trying to follow suit this year. Um, and uh, I think uh, April 27th we'll be raffling off a pretty sweet little Honda Hobbit that Josh Faithman built for us. Mm, nice yeah so no, I think obviously. we're gonna we're gonna yeah we're gonna <laughs> I wish I could give you all the details right now <laughs> i didn't <laughs> I didn't write it all down, but we'll have like all that information like available on our instagram page, so we'll be going um live with like our raffle sales april twenty first and we'll anybody can buy a ticket and we'll pay for shipping um but yeah, there's some details coming out on that, and then nice. we'll be actually raffling off the bike April 27th.
1: So what's what? Why the pre-raff bike raffle thing? Is that just to uh, help raise uh, money for the rally?
2: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We're we're trying to raise a little bit of money for the rally so we can pay for you know food and drinks and. Um, pay for all the rally swag so nobody has to buy like a t-shirt or anything yeah
1: i do like like that idea because like so many clubs like we've all been set to do it the same way for so long that like a lot mm-hmm. of us we have the same formula and like this is what you know like the rally is gonna be like which you know it's not necessarily the, a bad thing you know don't fix what's not broken but it's it is cool mm-hmm. when you see a club like try to do something different or step out of the box a little bit
2: right yeah and and this this Hobbit's pretty cool um and it's really cool because in in portland um cc motorcycle puts on the one moto show and this year uh the the scooter clubs and moped clubs have been asked to um kind of host like a pre uh one moto show event it's the mini moto so we'll be we'll be out there like having like little uh you know races and events like that and we'll have like tattoos and and music and food and we'll have a raffle and it should be a, like kind of like a good little uh kickoff to what's coming June.
1: Yeah, that's awesome.
2: Mhm.
1: So what's up with the rally? You guys have you had any ideas yet? You guys got some plans you've been kicking around?
2: Um, I mean, it really it's just trying to like and some really great rides. I mean, after the fleet destroyed half of our fleet, the puddle fleet, <laughs> we're we're just trying to step up our game and and get ready for like some riding here. Um, so I think that's going to be like a, a big focal point for us. Is just you know some big monster rides. <laughs> um, we have like uh, some fun uh, fun events happening to get your your patched for the rally as the Puddle Cutters usually do for the rallies. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, just kind of the re- the regular, like, rally, typical rally, like, uh, calendar. Just music, riding, yeah, beers. <laughs> do you guys, do you, Friendship.
1: Like a, you guys still do, like, a weekly ride or anything like that?
2: Yeah, uh, so we're doing weekly rides now on Sundays at the Advice booth. So right after this, I'm going to... Uh, be heading that way. Sick, sick. I think we have we have a little window of dry weather here. So, <laughs>
1: do you guys typically have like the same this, like the same meetup spot?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, we yeah, it's just Sundays at advice booth, and um, we've been kind of working on like getting getting people out by making it regular again. I think um, yeah. after COVID, like things slowed down quite a bit.
1: Um, I feel like that's the best way to do it Like you have to be like consistent It's got to be like the same spot Where like whether people know about it or not They know it's
2: going to be there Right Yeah and and it's uh, it's Definitely been like a challenge in Portland With just COVID and the weather And just all this stuff So we're just trying to get Consistent on Sundays (laughs) Moped Sundays
1: Bringing it, bringing it all back.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. It used to be like Wednesdays, but it's it's so chaotic now. Like everybody works Monday through Friday. You meet up to right at you know you meet up at seven and right at eight, and then you're not home by like ten p.m. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like ours, <laughs> ours has been like historically been Mondays for like forever, and like the last couple of years, it's been like really inconsistent, and like we we kind of fallen have fallen off on our Mondays. And I'm like, dude, it might, it might be time for us to change our, change our day, which is kind of weird for me yeah. since I'm like Moped Monday podcast. And like, because like we always did our rides on Mondays, but like, right. I like a hundred percent. I'm like, dude, I know I can never make Mondays. Like it doesn't work. Like I have to like, like I'm working late and then I have to get home and then I have to like to put the baby down. I'm like, I can't do Mondays. Oh god, <laughs> Like Mondays yeah, are so yeah. tough. So I'm like, we might have to change the Sundays or something, man. I need a, I need a different day. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of what we're working with right now. We're like, okay, uh, raise of hands. Who ne- who can make it on Sunday? Okay, cool, Sunday. Let's, let's try to make this happen. And it, it sucks because it has forever been Wednesdays. And between, like, everything else going on in the two-wheeled world, like... It's just like, uh, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be there for everything, but like I, I, I work. You know, I have a full time job. Yeah, gotta, gotta <laughs> and pay and the w- bills. Yeah, and I wake up at four o'clock in the morning most nights, so I, I'm kind of an old lady. Yeah, <laughs> like I need to be in bed by nine. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's hard when you're just like out there having fun. You're like, okay, I'm I'm getting four hours of sleep again. Okay, great.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm like five hours of sleep is like when like is like what I, I have to hit. I'm like I need at least five guys. Like I <laughs>
2: right. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's tough. It's tough having like such a fun little hobby that really just is like everybody. You know, it just makes more sense to write at night. <laughs> yeah.
1: For a while, I thought about like uh trying to like like change up how we did it and i was like dude like because we did have for we had for a while we had so many different clubs here It was like i think we had like i think at one point because we had like at least one member from like a couple other clubs i think we had like five official gangs like in richmond and i was like all right we gotta like we gotta like do something weird we like maybe we switch it even between the scooter clubs and and us and the mopeds that like one club like does like a once a month ride like, something that we, we we can all commit to, like, going, being to, and we know, like, once a month we're going to do something big. Like, yeah, you can do, like, a weekly thing, but, like, you know, first Fridays or first Saturday or something, we do, like, one, like, big ride a month, and then we kind of switch off what club, like, gets to lead it. So then, like, you also get practice, like, putting together, like, a solid ride that's, like, a little different. It's kind of like throwing, like, a mini rally where, you know, you're trying to plan a ride that, like, is going to be interesting and fun that, like, not everyone has seen before and try to, like, take them somewhere different. Like, I don't know. I like yeah, the that aspect that's a of, like, really... planning cool rides. Like, I feel like you can, it yeah. can always be different.
2: Yeah, that's it's, that's a really good idea, actually. But, yeah, we've got uh Kyle. Kyle's our captain right now from from kyle now captain Go. um but yeah he planned <laughs> he made it <laughs> he uh he if there's like one thing that guy does really well is like he plans some really fun like long rides so he's he's definitely like he's like kind of a savant when it comes to that shit <laughs> nice.
1: i love um, it dude. sometimes because like i there was a while where i fell into like leading a lot of rides and then i was like but I always like just following the next guy and like not having to think about it. It's like, cool. Yeah. I'm just going to, tonight I'm just following the guy in front of me. I don't have to think, you know, like I just follow the next guy. And like, right. sometimes people like do things and you're like, uh, you see, especially when like you're used to riding in the same city. Sometimes your friend will do leave the ride and you're just like, dude, like, that was whack like you know he's like dude that was a shitty like why'd you turn there like why'd he turn there like what are are we doing here this this is horrible (laughs) and then other times you're just like yeah like i've never even seen this road before this is awesome
2: so yeah yeah kyle's definitely got that stuff down to his science like uh and i've definitely been pushing to make him like ride captain like either he's leading the ride or he's Telling somebody they're leading the ride that w- that week.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, I know for me, like I like I'm not the type to like plan a ride. Like I can do a ride. Like I can take you down some fun roads because when, <laughs> You know we're constantly going from like mm-hmm. South Portland to North Portland. I know all the roads.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, but it's it's definitely more fun when like uh, Kyle leads the ride. He does yeah. he does some fun stuff.
1: Well, it's like, I feel like, especially like in moments, some sometimes, especially when, even when you're playing in a rally, you'll have, like, you're trying to plan it out, you're trying to figure everything out, you'll, and then you'll have, like, some members of your club that are just, like, lazy. I, I'm not going to say okay i am gonna say they're lazy but it's not like because they're being lazy it's because they're just like dude like i got it like we don't need to plan the ride you know kind of thing and i'm like bro (laughs) like we're bringing like 100 people to our city who don't know the city like we might want to yeah i want to actually plan the ride so that at least (laughs) all of us know where we're going they're like nah dude i'll just wing it you know they're just like oh well, we'll just wing it and then, like, you let them lead the wing it ride and you're like, why did we take a U-turn or some illegal, like, left to, like, across <laughs> moving traffic to get to the gas station? You're like, what happened?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I definitely, like, uh, I've, I've washed my hands with the ride planning and I'm like, I can do rally planning. Like, that's, that's like, my thing. Like, I can I can plan events. Very well, but yeah. am I gonna like plan a ride where I'm like not doing all those things? <laughs> on ride? No, I'm. I mean, if I'm doing a ride, we're gonna be doing those things.
0: <laughs>
2: it's like, dude,
1: everyone had to get off their bikes and pick them up. The girl across the median, like, <laughs> you know, all that's weird. Shit. <laughs> I think we went to that yeah. We went to that Tampa rally a couple of years ago And that's kind of what happened Like We were like we took a bunch of random U-turns like, It was all this weird shit was going <laughs> on Like dude what's happening
2: <laughs> All these like mopeds Just like doing a U-turn illegally Yeah you're like dude cool. did, we, did you plan this ride Or <laughs> what's going on here Yeah I don't I don't want to be like caught up being the Ride leader leading that <laughs> ride For
1: sure I feel, like, had a rally. I feel like I'm like I've always been like adamant about like pl- when you when you're planning a rally that like the ride needs to be planned but multiple people in the club also need to know what the ride is besides like yeah, yeah we start here we end here like no like they need to know where we're going so that if like yeah the the, the the pack gets split up someone else in the club yeah. can like lead that that split like middle group or the or the, or the pack in the back that got lost like Right, And then there's yeah, also, think, uh, like, the chase knows where the ride's going, so it's not like you're just randomly dropping pins across the city to go pick people up. It's like, no, the chase can just follow the exact same route, and they just pick up stragglers along the way.
2: Exactly, yeah. Um, I, I think everybody's pretty good about using, like, uh ride with GPS, so hopefully during our rally we'll have, like, live ride locations for everybody. Yeah, I love Glimpse, um, As well dude. as, like, like, our chase and stuff.
1: Like glimpse, like during a ride, is like I think is the best thing ever.
2: Yeah, yeah, and uh, <laughs> I think we'll be we'll be on that for our, for our rally.
1: Yeah, it's fun.
2: It was a it was a little bit of a mess, like at the the fleet rally, just because like so many people were breaking down. <laughs> like like the chase trucks are full like i think i i have had some friends that live in like so much like dude my mopod's broken down can you come see me (laughs) but (laughs) uh it it probably would have been a lot longer wait for me if i had had waited just because that that ride was a lot (laughs) that
1: also like makes (laughs) you think about like i've always had this thought too dude about like the So, sometimes we spend like all this time building, like you build your bike or whatever, and like you know, you see someone powder coat this bike and do all this fine detail, or it's some really rare bike, and like they're, and you're like, dude, this bike's awesome, and they're like, and they're so proud of it, and they can't wait to take it to the rally, and then it's like, then you break down, and then the chase truck shows up, and there's no straps. It's like already stacked with like 15 bikes and you're like do you take your rare bike that you put all this time effort and love into like this one off or this like this like import that you got from dose do you throw that in the trailer and like and just like you pray <laughs> or do you say i mean don't worry about it guys i'm just going to lock it up <laughs>
2: yeah. i think uh i think i know a few people in the club that would probably just like walk it <laughs> like i'm good <laughs> Uh, but for me, I'm just like, it's, it's mopeds. I am never going to like spend a ton. Like I'm never going to have that pretty powder, powder coated bike. Yeah.
0: Like
2: <laughs> I- I'm going to be prepared to ride this. Cause what else am I going to do with it? <laughs> like, that's, like That's always
1: where I've been torn, dude. It's always been like, like, I love like seeing these awesome bikes at rallies. And like, that's, that's our, that's our only time to really showcase and show them off, you know, like. You, yeah, you ride in your city, and there's like the same couple of people you ride with. But you go to a rally, and there's like a hundred strangers, and you like get to show off your bike and be like, "Oh, your, I'm so proud of this! Check this bike out!" But then it's like, did you bring too nice of a bike to the rally that you, you're too scared to get it to get it scratched? <laughs> I remember us like back in the day, we'd have like some people would build some bikes and like when we're even when we're loading up to go to the rally they're like wrapping them in blankets like i've done it like oh (laughs) we're wrapping the tank in like bubble wrap and like you know like every (laughs) every bike's got three straps on them there's like 50 straps in this one trailer like no bikes falling over on anyone's bike like (laughs) (laughs) i get
2: get it (laughs) yeah it was like it was like
1: it was too much it was like then we all like started Getting to the point where it's like, all right, dude, we're just all bringing rat bikes, dude. Everyone's bringing the trashiest bike we have because like it runs, (laughs) it's like it's it's gonna like be indestructible. And if like if it breaks down, like like at that Tampa rally, like the bike broke. My friend Brad's bike broke down. There was no room left in the in the chase vehicle for his bike, so he's like, "Fuck it," and he pushed his bike into the woods and left it there, like. We'll come back for it later. Like he didn't even have a lock. There was nowhere to lock it up. He just pushed it into the woods and dropped a pin on his phone. Like (laughs) It's like, We'll be back for this bike later.
2: (laughs) I I mean I feel like that's just like a curse of owning a really pretty moped. I mean I I, to me it's me it's not worth it. I'm like, uh no, this thing needs to be able to go wherever I'm (laughs) going. Uh, I, I think uh, more than anything, I'm just like, is this thing mechanically sound?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> For the most like, part. can like,
1: I go? Like, I really want it to run good, so I don't have to be put in that situation.
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. And, and taking apart this like magna X, I'm like, how clean do I want this thing to be? It, mm. it is. It is. A, it is a dirt bike.
0: So. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. And it's like how? M- oh like it's, it's always like another like hard decision too. Like when planning rallies, it's like. How many chase vehicles should we have you know you're just oh, like you' it's a really tough one you're like, all right dude we got we got one van and one trailer or you're like we got a truck that can pull a trailer and then like we got another vehicle that can like haul people so you do one or you <laughs> do you do two or do you do two trailers or do you just have one guy who's like who has to keep making trips like all right, the trailer's full, now we've gotta go drop these bikes bikes off so we can pick up more, and people are just like left on the side of the road for like you know two hours,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh I mean after the 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 fleet rally I'm just like we definitely need like two. <laughs> At the very minimum, especially if we're we're going to be doing this route that that Kyle's been planning.
1: It's like if you're planning a death march, you will need more than one trailer.
2: Yeah, yeah, like a trailer (laughs) and like one of those
1: U-Haul vans. It's just like a cargo van with like the whole empty back, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, Jesse has definitely left like a very like. Serious mark on the club. Like, you need to plan rides that break bikes. And if you're not, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) Even though he doesn't live in Portland anymore, we just like, we all have that in the back of the mind. We're like, we're like, okay, how many bikes are we going to break on this? That's a
1: a good plan, dude. It's like, you want it because, like, they drove all this way to ride mopeds. Yeah, they drove all this way to hang out with friends and like see bikes that they've never seen before and like, you know, socialize and like look at look at bikes and talk about bikes. But they also came here to ride mopeds. It's like if they didn't want to ride, they could have just showed up and not brought a bike, you know? So sometimes you right, have to yeah. make it like uncomfortable. Like I, I enjoy the idea of making it uncomfortable. Like when someone goes on a ride and you're like and they're done and the ride's over, they're like, damn, that was a ride. Like they're just like I could have I could have ridden twenty miles less. Like that's what I want them to feel like when it's over. You know, <laughs> yeah. like
2: Man, that yeah, that was long. <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel like I feel like people should get like some kind of like banana sticker or something if they finish a, a long <laughs> moped <remote> ride. <laughs> <laughs> like you did it, congratulations, <laughs> dude. I've been saying
1: this forever, dude. We need like we need patches. We need like universal patches for moped army. Like like Mm -hmm. there's like achievement patches you get like if you're in the fucking girl scouts or something it's like cool you got a merit badge for like completing the 100 mile ride you know like you made it
2: yeah i think i think that like our our whole rally is like you can't pre-mix friendship and like part of a scavenger hunt slash like bingo is like you complete a ride Uh, like you get like little, like you, you check off those little merits throughout Mm -hmm. the rally that you, you achieve. But I think like patches would be super, super cool. So
1: the scooter club here, um, seven Hills scooter club. Well, you're from scooters. So you probably understand this as like, I'm turning around looking around because I know it's in this room somewhere, but the room's a wreck. I don't know where shit's at right now. So you're from scooters. So you probably understand this better than anyone. For those who don't know, and you can tell me if I'm wrong. You tell me if it's similar out there. But in the scooter scene here, amongst all our scooter friends and a couple of scooter rallies that we've gone to, the scooter scene's really big in the patches. Instead of it being like, yeah, they'll like sometimes there's a shirt, sometimes there's not, but there's always gonna be like a legit patch. Like it's got the rally art. It's a sick like big large patch and like they all have them on their jackets or their cuts or whatever from all these rallies they've gone to kind of like collecting rally shirts but they're all collecting patches from these rallies that they can you know put on their cut and like you know show off for at later times you know cool you go to the rally and someone's like oh dude you got the patch from that one I was at that too like you know they can talk about that and I feel like that's something the moped scene is missing like we don't do patches and that's like something uh... that could last way longer than a t-shirt like
2: yeah.
1: And, they're, yeah, and they're not that—they're not that expensive. Like I, I, I was like, dude, how much do these patches cost? Like, tell me straight up. Like, what does it cost for like hundred patches? Like, oh, we get them from this place. It costs about this much. And I'm like, dude, that's cheap. I yeah, thing it's like something like three dollars a patch or something ridiculously cheap.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, it's super cheap. And I, I honestly, I love collecting my rally patches. I mean, like, cause you get to have wear those all in one place. And then yeah. when you run out of run out of room, you just get any jacket and <laughs> start yeah. putting patches on that. And like, um, and, like, I'm a yeah, t-shirt I,
1: guy. Like I'm really into shirts and stuff. So, like, that's why I started, like, the little – the rally t-shirt, like, page or whatever. So I can, like, post, like, all these cool rally shirts because, like, they just kind of fade know. away. Once, like, people you, stop wearing them or, like, they get raggedy or they're old, like, like you don't see them ever again. You'll never see them again. They're gone. Like right. even Even the ones I own, yeah. they just kind of, like, end up in a bag somewhere and I never see them. But if I had like some like, yeah. legit patches that I could keep and save forever, like that, I feel like that's and that's also easier to keep than like carrying around like a bag of like old t-shirts that you that you can't even fit into anymore, you know? Like
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think the the puddle cutters do do a rally patch. Uh, usually, you get your patch like after doing some kind of like challenge at the rally. Um, at the national rally, we had the, the wheel of pain. So you'd spin the wheel of pain and you'd have to do some kind of challenge like, uh, get tased or call your mom or (laughs) do like a hot sauce shot or something like that. Um, this year we're kind of like, we're, we're still in like the works of planning on like how people get their patches, but Mm -hmm. yeah, from, from what I, I've noticed, like moped rallies don't really come with the patches. Yeah. You have the shirts, but it'd be cool it'd be cool if more
1: more clubs did patches as well i feel like it's a better collectible like for a, for the longest time like everyone yeah. did like the little like you know the little pins you know you get from like a punk show or something and the like, cool we all had our pins yeah. and everyone would rock their pins on their cut but then like the pins like they get old and they come off they fall off you lose them and then you're always really bum when you lose like your cool like epic like old pin So, like, I took all my pins off my cut and stuff for, like, maybe five, and I I put them all in a bag so I could, like, just save them. But, like, then, like, (laughs) I kind of noticed that, like, clubs stopped doing them. Like, there's not as many, like, little rally pins anymore either. So, I'm like, damn, dude, like, we got to, like, we got to do something where people can, like, remember these, like, moments, like, past, like, just, like, memories. We need some
2: keepsakes, bro. yeah for real (laughs) Uh, i did see this really cool thing that um uh, a fellow scooter rider uh, here at portland he passed away and like um his family donated all of his old patches and like vespa portland took them and like put all of his old like rally patches on some pillows to like put on display in the uh in the lobby at vespa portland which is super cool that's awesome um and like yeah it's there's something about having like a patch that's like really cool. And like, it definitely like translates better than like having a t-shirt.
1: It's official guys. We've we've all decided here collectively, all of us as a whole, now that you're more listening patches. to this, more patches, <laughs> let's do it. Like, catch <laughs> like me up. Yeah, patch it up, guys. I'm coming out. I'm gonna have a link sometime. I'm gonna like I'm gonna find out exactly where the, the, the scooter club here gets them from and be like, yo, here's the spot to get it. Here's how much it costs. Everyone get patches. Let's stop sleeping.
2: Yeah. I'm pretty sure like uh I'm I think Ink knife Bob, like he uh he screen prints all of the the patches for like the cutters rallies. But yeah, let's let's make this happen. More patches, guys. More patches, let's get it.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah. Dude, so like I'm so
2: uh, shit at sewing, but
1: so how, how's like the how's the how's the scene like going for you guys right now? Like, how's the club? How's the scene? Are you guys like thriving? Is everything going awesome? You guys feel like it's a uh, uh, an uptick or a downtick?
2: It's it's kind of just like very level right now. Like I said, like the weather has been absolutely terrible here in Portland, Oregon. <laughs> uh, but like, there's definitely like the same same group of us just like you know working as a community to like help fix each other's bikes and and get ready for the rally coming up and and riding season in general
1: nice any other plans like to go out of town or hit hit like a rally around you guys you guys yeah. some good ones some good trips
2: yeah um all of, i think like all of us are planning to go to the national rally in sacramento in mm. like september yeah like uh, lands- which i'm late birds
1: land squids i can't remember the, fucking
2: the land, squids? land squids yeah
1: yeah i get like all the yeah, west coast clubs i get confused like who's where sometimes
2: <laughs> <laughs> i do too it's it's a it's a large coast
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're like they're all bad right now they're like ah oh, fuck la dude we're, we're in sacramento god
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah I'm, I'm super looking forward to going there like uh, i know like Mom, Sarah, and all of that. i like, I think uh, Chris from like Wooly Label is just planning on going up to sac- Sacramento, so it'll yeah. be cool going to California for for a national rally and like yeah. seeing what they do there. Um, like I said, it's it's like we're the the clubs on the West Coast are so dispersed, like it. We're kind of just like in our own little bubble here in Portland.
1: Yeah, and so, so far apart. It'll it's be like cool it's, to
2: go right with some other
1: people. It's so weird because like out here we're so many we're so close to so many clubs and like i'm so jealous yeah and it's you get that weird feel like it's like we're so used to seeing so many different people and it's like and like it makes you not think about it as much out you're like oh yeah west like they got to drive like really far to go see another club and do something like you guys are lucky because you're you're really close to seattle and like you know everyone like in sacramento is kind of like close to like you know like some other people but but yeah like LA but they're not like no one's like really close or really bunched together it's like dude it's like for every hour I could be at another club you know
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm super, super envious. Like I've I've listened to your guys' podcast before and you guys are just like, Yeah, we were at this rally we went to this rally and I'm like, Oh wow, that must be nice. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Oh because, yeah, like yeah.
1: you gotta drive past like three different clubs to get hit one. So he's like, yo, who needs to get picked up on the way? <laughs> just stand on yeah, the side Yeah, that the, would be <laughs> Stand on the side of the road. No. Meet meet me at the Wawa. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah yeah we're we're not that fortunate unfortunately <laughs> but uh at least you know when we do have west coast rallies like that just it just gives us more motivation to show up and forth when when there's something like in our in our neighborhood yeah i always liked that idea too
1: like when the more people you can get from your scene just like travel in a group like I love like when I talk to Wooly Bullies and they're like, or saw them at some rallies where they were like, "Yeah, seven of us flew to this rally together." I'm like, "That's awesome!"
0: Yeah, like nothing cooler
1: than that. Like taking a big trip with your friends. That's why I enjoy them. Like I feel like it reminds me of just like the road trips with your friends. It's like
0: even if the rally sucks, you got like
1: a cool trip.
2: (laughs) Yeah, like Chris, Chris and Hillary, like they showed up for my prospect ride. Back in 2021, and I, I had like a, a moped prom prospect ride, <laughs> and those dudes showed up, and it was it was super cool. Nice. Cool of them to do that.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah! So uh, let's
2: kind of let's kind of
1: wrap it up. But like, where where do you see like your yourself in in mopeds as a, as time goes on? Are you gonna like, you feel yourself fading away, or you still feel like really energetic about it right now? Because I know as it as it goes because <laughs> I've been in it for so long. I know like sometimes people like they start fading out. You can you can kind of tell they're like ah oh, like yeah like I'm leveling off. I don't know if I'm like in, as into it as I used to be, but like I feel like some oh, of God. us, a ton of us, are just as into it now as we were when we first got in them.
2: I mean, yeah, it's still like super fun. Like the energy's really great now that like now that I'm like in the the Pelini V1 game. I'm like. All about it. I'm like, let's go, guys.
0: <laughs> I'm ready to rip.
2: <laughs> I'm ready to rip. Like, try to beat me, suckers. From <laughs> that, poops and like, four fifty doesn't matter. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> I don't even run a tub gauge. <laughs> yeah, that's my style,
1: dude. Fuck that thing, dude. It just makes me paranoid.
0: <laughs> For real, like, like yeah, if it no. breaks,
1: it breaks, dude. That, <laughs> at least when mine, at least when mine breaks, it. I don't have to be like it was it was because of this i'd be like oh it broke i don't know (laughs) (laughs) then everyone else like dude it was 450 like it fucking ceased like uh, i I knew it like i should have stopped i'm like i don't know man i was ripping and then it just broke who knows what Uh, happened
0: (laughs)
2: yeah i'm I'm like i'm full force into the game like mopeds are so much fun and like breaking them is kind of half the fun in my opinion. Like I'm not, I'm not sad about a broken moped. I'm like, all right, I'm going to fix this. That's like, I feel like that's zero time.
1: I, I said this so many times, but I feel like literally that's my number one takeaway from mopeds, like not being scared about something breaking. It's like, Oh, my moped broke. I don't give a fuck if it broke, dude. Like people are like, dude, like it's, but it's broken. Like I don't want to buy this bike cuz it's broken. Like, dude, who cares? It's just the motor. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all you can fix it. Tiny.
2: <laughs> it's a tiny two-stroke motor that you are putting the most amount of work on as humanly possible. It's gonna break. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like, gonna be bulletproof. Like it's it's part of the fun fixing and it. And they don't want to like think when things even
1: in my house like cooled, like the vacuum cleaner broke or something broke. It's like I don't want to like instantly throw it away. Like I feel like that's such a ho- horrible thing that's happening to our society too. It's like we have such like a waste culture. We're just like yeah, fuck it, throw it away, get another one. Like at the drop of a dime. Like cool. Like you, you don't like the way that one's acting. Throw it away. Get another one. Fuck it. It's like. Because of mopeds, I feel like I can at least give it a shot to try to fix things. Like, who knows? Maybe I can fix it. Like, I tried to sell my DRZ, like, a couple of weeks ago. Or I'm still trying to sell it. But it's like, I posted my motorcycle for sale at a pretty decent price, I think. And I had someone come mm-hmm. look at it. And they're like, and my, but my, tac, my tachometer, like, got water damage and stopped working. And I'm like, oh, I could replace it. But I'm already selling the bike, so I don't really care. I'm like, Oh, just sell right. it. and this the guy comes and looks at it. And he's like, "Ooh, I don't know about that, man." And he's like, "I can't do it, man." And he leaves, and I'm like, "It's just a, it's just a tachometer, dude." Like they sell these on the internet all day long, like, yeah, <laughs> like this is, Look the, it up. this this can be replaced all day long. And then, like, you know, a week later, someone else came and looked at it, and they're like, "Ooh, they offered me like a thousand dollars less," and I'm like, "Bro, this part does not cost a thousand dollars."
2: It costs nothing. <laughs> it costs nothing.
1: You can replace. But you
2: that. have to put in the, their, their labor. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, like, so. I'm just like, all right, fuck it. I gotta, I gotta just buy it myself and put it on so I can sell the bike. Or else, no one's gonna buy it because of this one thing. But I'm just like, yeah. And but I feel the same thing with mopeds. It's been like, I remember when I was getting into mopeds. Like I wanted to buy a broken bike. Like I didn't even care if a bike ran, cause, because like I knew I could get a better deal if it didn't run. I'd be like, ooh, this right. bike doesn't run. I got a hundred dollars for you, bro. This thing's broken. Like, you know, I'd come I'd show up with a piston, with the with a, with a piston, like a spark plug tool. I'd pull a spark plug out. I'd be like, ooh, this thing doesn't have spark. You know, I'd I'd be kicking the tires, like doing all sorts of like shenanigans, looking at this bike, like trying to talk this guy down. Like, man, this bike is worth 150 bucks, bro. That's all I got for you. You know, like left and right. Like, I don't want to, I didn't want to buy a running bike. It's like, I feel like if it was running, I was going to get a shitty deal. And like, and now it's like, I can't even, I can't, I can't sell, now I can't sell a running bike for a decent price. It's like, you know. (laughs) Like what do you mean? I feel what?
2: like even I feel like a runi- running moped kind of maintains its price, whereas like a broken moped, you could talk them down because you're just like, I don't know, man. Like this chain's pretty rusty. Like, <laughs> did you even put the right two-stroke oil in this? Like, what? You have motorboat oil, but like, come on.
1: Then I, like I, I posted my, I remember, like I sold my Cobra recently, and it's like, and it's like I posted my Cobra for sale and like and, and i'm like and i'm like this is this is mopeds and i'm like and i'm like dude if i'm selling a cobra i know 100 i'm selling this to a moped person this is going to someone who's into mopeds so i posted on moped sites and stuff and i'm like hey this is my cobra blah, blah 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 like it's got this kit this crank this whatever i posted all the parts and shit it had and like i know what it's worth and i and i and i get it like which is funny like the comments of someone. Who sells mopeds being like, I know what I got. Like, that's the <laughs> that's literally what I just said. Like, I'm an idiot. Right. But like, I'm like, yeah, dude, I know what I got. Like, this is what I want for it. And like, but it and then it's like asterisk is like, but it's not running. It was soft seas. You guys know what time it is. Like, you, it's like, this <laughs> polini kit with all the parts, it's soft seas. This is your this is your chance to get it for a little bit cheaper. Like buy the bike and everyone's like him and hawing like uh it doesn't run bro i'm in mopeds too i
2: get it doesn't run we all know how to fix this. it's an e50 like it's just like if you buy an e50 just be prepared, be prepared to put some new bearings and seals on it call it a day Dude, like i don't
1: it, it just it, it got to there was too much him and hawing going on in the internet people trying to poke poke holes in my in my logic you know just like I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. I, bought, I ordered a piston. I fixed it myself. in one night, like on live, like <laughs> fuck it. I'm just gonna live stream and fix this bike. I'm <laughs> like, all right, cool. Now it's, now it's running. Now you guys can have it, and everyone can be happy. Like, like, fuck, fuck, like just buy the broken bike because I'm lazy, guys. I don't want to. I don't want to have to put in like the the 30 minutes of work to fix it. <laughs>
2: I don't know. It's to me like it's it's worth buying the broken bike because at least like once you fix it and it doesn't run right, that's on you. Like yeah. you're not trying to figure out what somebody else did to the bike. This
1: is true. That's a that's a key point, guys. Like I feel yeah, like yeah. even fixing a bike, like because I used to work on other people's bikes, like doing repair stuff, and like a lot of the times it'd be like, yo, I I could charge you this amount of money to like diagnose the problem and then fix it. Or you can spend this amount of money and we can just rebuild it from the start. And you know, you have a fresh bike and I feel like nine times out of 10, that's always the better route to go with mopeds. Yeah. Yeah. You can buy a a broken bike and you can like, you know, get it to spark and you can get the gas working right, and change all the lines and the filters and, and like, oh, cool! Now, now it's now it starts and it runs, but you still have no clue what else is going on with it because it's old, or you could have just rebuilt mm-hmm. it and save yourself like hours of time.
2: Yeah, yeah, like, I kind of is- found myself. I found myself in that situation when I I bought this Gila motor. Like the dude already like had had the the cases machined and all that. Um, I I took it off, like took the head off and cylinder off and like the pistons upside down. All right. Fixed that. Like then they used they use like some crazy like gasket material all over the reeds, so I had to clean off like the whole reed block. (laughs) Um I I put the put the motor on a a free spirit frame and then all of a sudden like the rear wheel's locking up and it's like, Okay, they didn't tighten everything down in the clutch, so had to like basically I wound up having to like rebuild whole bike yeah, <laughs> though fresh though build. to be like yeah especially exactly so it was just like yeah i would have been better off just buying like some broken bike and like doing this myself yeah. like time-wise because <laughs> yeah. i i put a little bit too much trust into this being a ready to run or running bike yeah
1: like nothing's worse than that like i get like buying a bike that's running that's one thing cool it's running it's already running it's riding you know you can ride it around and then you just like you know, check the jetting and like basic stuff. But like taking a bike that doesn't run, but they say like they kind of just did some work, it's like, ah, uh, you're better
2: off. Like, just what'd like, you do wrong? <laughs> yeah, it's like,
1: uh, you're better off just like rebuilding it anyway. Like, not even, you don't even right. necessarily need to like replace bearings and seals and stuff. You could probably just take it apart and like give everything a good once over. Like, yep, this looks right. Yep, that looks right. Yep, that looks right. And then, and then you're good to go. At least you have that reinsurance in your back of your mind, like that you looked at it. Like, yeah, I've done it before. Like, cool. I put the seal on the wrong side. Whoops! Like that was an easy fix. <laughs> oh, the piston went upside down. Like, how simple is that to fix? But like, not knowing it, you could have like broken it. Like, really broken it, trying to like fuck with it. Yeah, with it being wrong.
2: Yeah, especially for like any anybody that is you know wanting to get into mopeds and like this is like their first bike that's supposedly running. Like, just just buy a moped. Be prepared to like get involved with your community and work on it, figure it out, and basically just do a rebuild right off the, right off, right out the gate.
0: Yeah.
1: And if you want to find the community, uh, hit up mopedarmy.com. Um, that's, that's a good place to start. (laughs) Like you can just like, Hey, you know, hit the general, general thread or the gen forum and just be like, Hey, new rider here in whatever state you're in and most likely you'll find you know a, a handful of people that ride mopeds and know a little bit more about it than you do
2: yeah we're here
1: <laughs> we're here re- ready ready to help ready and willing <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're ready to stop at somebody else's mistake <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah.
1: well dude thank you so much for coming on that's been rad I'm hanging out with you for a little bit yeah.
2: Yeah, thank you so much for having me.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. Do um, you want to tell everyone uh, when the rally is again? And uh, give we'll give it a little little last-minute hype, guys.
2: Yeah, uh, so Puddle Cutters presents, you cannot pre-mix friendship uh, June 23rd through June 25th. Uh, you can find all of our rally details on our Instagram page um, at Puddle Cutters. Uh, We have a link tree, and please feel free to sign up and uh, register for our rallies. Like shirts are free, so you know if you plan on coming, like just make sure to register so we have a shirt for you when you get here. Uh,
0: And not
1: not like oh, I registered on the way to the rally in the van. Like actually pre-register, you know, like a week or two, three weeks, a month in advance.
2: (laughs) Yes, and if you want to crash on my couch, just put in a special note that I've got plenty of space in my house. It's and nice. in my garage,
1: <laughs> it's a nice couch. It sleeps five. You know, just pile on top of each other.
2: Like if co- we have enough people, I'll I'll get out the the fancy air mattress. We're like
1: good. COVID, Covid's <laughs> over, guys. Dude, we'll bring back the cuddle puddle.
2: <laughs> we're the cuddle putters. <laughs> we will feed you lots of. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> shh, 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 don't tell. Don't tell.
1: <laughs> dude, also. You guys, you guys will be raffling off a bike prior to the rally, so you know, you have a link and stuff for yeah. the, the bike raffle? Yeah.
2: Yeah, that'll that'll all be on our Instagram page. So like stay tuned to that and we'll we'll have a uh, at least two two bikes we'll be raffling off at the rally as well. So Hell yeah. Fun stuff.
1: Sick. Uh I'll be sure to like tag you guys' um club pages too when we uh put when I post the video awesome. the, the podcast yeah. tomorrow.
2: Yeah, we have like a whole link tree and stuff. So, um, if anybody's looking to find that information, it should be right there.
1: Fancy, like super, like super social network superstars over here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're trying.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah! Well, don't forget to keep nagging me too. So I don't so I don't forget to send you guys that package before you rally. Like, okay. I won't. Cool. I won't, Thank you I won't, so much. I won't blow it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Good chatting
1: with you. Cool. Hell yeah. Enjoy the rest of the ride tonight and hanging out with the, the squad and tell everyone I said what's up, man.
2: All right. Thank you. Cool. Have a good
1: night. Later. Bye. Bam, guys. It's another week down. Low ped Monday podcast. It's fun being back, doing the thing with you guys. I miss it. I miss hanging out. Like, I got, I got a fun... I got some fun ones planned that I'm working on. Like... Just, like, slippery slope. I meant slippery uh, to get a hold and set up times for some of these people because they're busy, and I'm busy. But I got some fun ones I'm trying to get going. And then, I don't know, like anything else, dude, you know, check out putarmy.com. There's some fun rallies already, already up on the schedule and the calendar this year. I saw Decons have been uh, making some posts on the internet lately for their barbecue. That's going to be coming up next month. we got we got UpJet May 12th through May 13th. we got Decon's uh, Barbecue May 26th through the 28th. Then we got Baker's Dozen kicking off. If you haven't already, check out that episode we did with Baker's Dozen a couple weeks ago. Uh, we Moto got MotoGP, GP East Coast happening June 3rd through 4th. Then Puddle Cutters, you know, you can't pre-mix friendship. Uh, Portland, Oregon, June 23rd through the 25th then also, June 30th through July 2nd, we got the Daggers bringing it back. They present, uh, we're still your daddy. And then Philly is doing the thing again. Philly Fun Face 8. That's eight years of shenanigans in Philadelphia. I mean, they didn't try to kill anyone last year, so maybe they're going to you know, make up for it this year. But I don't know, man. The calendar's filling up, man. Moped Brothers. You got the Goatheads. I need to get the Goat Heads on soon so we can talk about that. I miss those boys soon. Um, we got fucking the Wizards on the calendar already. Dirty Burning Broads up on the calendar. Chicago's Hot and Ready's the end of August. Like, that's going to be a banger. The Retirement Rally RIP fucking Hot and Ready's, man. One of the hottest clubs to do it. Um, Moped GP Midwest is in August. Land Squids are doing the National Rally in September. So that's, like, pretty far from now. So if, you know, you guys want to hit the National Rally, that's a good one. There's plenty of time like plan for that. Uh Zeros are in September. Castle Rollers are in September. Mopit. I might have to hit that one, dude. Mopit's in Pittsburgh. It's not too far from Richmond. A couple hours away. Um uh, Moped GP East Coast. Another one's in September. And then we got Firing Squad popping off down there in Athens, Georgia, September twenty eighth through October first, which is like real late. Like, you know, for a while. It's a while from now. But like that might be a good one for everyone to hit just because it's like the the south when it starts getting chilly again. That's still gonna be pretty warm down there in Georgia. So I don't know. Calendar's filling up. There's still some gaps for some for some more rallies to pop in, you know, and kind of see where they're going, Midwest, West Coast, East Coast. It's kinda like a good spread so far. Like, but I feel like a couple more rallies are probably gonna fill in some gaps. So, you know, choose your own adventure, man. Pick pick something fun to go to. Fix your bike and get out there and ride. Dude, I need to fix my bike so bad. <laughs> like, all my shit's broken right now. But, yeah, I'm going to stop railing, fucking talking nonsense. Um, shout out to Kristen for coming on the podcast and talking today. appreciate that. Um, yeah, dude. We'll be back next week doing the thing again. If you guys want to support the podcast, check out uh, Moped Uh, monday.com. We got hoodies and swag and random shit up on there if you guys want to pick something up. And yeah, dude. Fuck your car. Ride a moped. So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? Fuck
2: your car.
1: Ride a moped. I don't know.
0: Touch
1: the fly. Was it moving? No, feel free. Locked up. Sounds like you're fucked,
2: dude.
1: Wah wah wah.